0: Hey freaks, my guest today is the kind of person I call a fun starter. He's the kind of guy that starts the bonfire and even sticks around to help clean up. He's a devoted husband and loving father of two. Some call him Shane Floyd, but before 6am, he is Goldberg. Welcome to the Back Blast. You done messed up now you gave the wrong guy a microphone. So dumb, you probably don't want to be there. But it's okay to point and laugh. <laughs> this is maximum dumb. <laughs> Welcome to the backboard. It's like organized confusion. Quits, you hear me?
1: Ooh, way to beat it.
0: We are here live from the belly of the beast. It's your boy Hamburglar with none other than, I don't even know if I should say this out loud. Like, I, <laughs> I, like, you know, you're the, you're the nan tan
1: of the Republic now. Yeah. Goldberg. Yeah. Good to, good to be here. Good to be with you. Sitting right here at, uh, our original AO, um. Used to be called the Republic, actually. Underneath the watchtower. Uh, yeah. All along
0: the watchtower, yep. like Jimmy Hendrix would say.
1: Yeah, uh, but in my opinion, the uh, prettiest, most scenic AO in the country. Um, yeah, our, our original AO just got done with a little beat down there. Got a little workout in this morning. Got some bombs uh, in this morning. Yeah, chugging some Gatorade now. And new uh, guy Grill. Yep. Grill from uh, Ainer came over and led his uh, first workout over here this morning. Solid up. work, yeah. man. Like he mm-hmm. put a pace
0: on the boys. Oh
1: yeah, yep. Uh, Fifteen guys get out this morning, and uh, found a uh, even past the drunk guy on the side of the road broke down. Did there he work he out? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know I've seen some guys out here drunk working out. So like you know
0: like, is, did you did you bring him? Is he in the back of the truck still? Like so, Goldberg. For those of you who don't know him likes the color orange, Mm-hmm. he loves Clemson.
1: Yeah, I feel like um, when you got on your orange, put on your orange first thing in the morning. You wake up, you get out of bed, brush your teeth, wet your head, and you put on your uh, some sort of orange. That way, it, it kind of gets your blood flowing and you feel like a champion when you walk out the door.
0: You definitely draw you know? fire. That's one of the things, I think mm-hmm. when I first met you, I have been posting F3 for like two, three weeks. And you came out to Warthog, and you had us all reading motivational quotes. Oh, yeah. And doing burpees. Yeah, I remember
1: that. (laughs) (laughs) I think you puked on the top of the parking lot. Oh, yeah, definitely. If you don't puke at your own workout that you're leading, I mean, what are you really doing? I'm not doing anything. I still haven't done that one. (laughs) I I need to up my game or change my diet to
0: where I puke Mm. at every beatdown.
1: I had one of our guys tell me early on I don't know I've always had this thing with when my heart rate gets high it'll cause me to like dry heave <laughs> and uh, so I had a guy uh, hoedown told me several years back um, that's just the old you leaving and uh, so I had to come up with sort of a saying to motivate myself so one day I was thinking and I said well if you ain't heaving you ain't achieving there you go. So, uh, if you ain't heaving, you ain't achieving. <laughs> yeah. so now that's like, what is say. that like spitters or quitters? Is that <laughs> is that what that is like? Is that it's not the same mantra? <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't heaving, you ain't achieving. That's that's right. like, that should you, be a T-shirt. You gotta push yourself. You know, you gotta push yourself. You get out here and do this stuff every day, and uh, sometimes you can you can get caught up in the monotony of it and uh, just just be in the motion and more maintaining. And uh, sometimes you gotta push yourself to remind yourself that uh, you're still a pretty bad dude. And uh, so that's what happened. and then sometimes you will puke when you do that, or at least I will. <laughs> and sometimes out. I mean weekly. <laughs> yeah, you get out, you're
0: rocking orange, like, like quoting the Ultimate Warrior. Like, I mean,
1: like it. He was an inspiration to me as a kid.
0: Like, so okay, so those of you who don't know Goldberg, and you're getting to know him. Goldberg's obsessed with the color orange, the Ultimate Warrior, yes. the pro wrestler. Now, how do the I mean. So he was the inspiration to you as yes. a kid. And the Ultimate Warrior, if you don't remember, guys, you got to YouTube him because he said the most outlandish, uh, yeah. nonsensical stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there was no, his yeah. whole gimmick in pro wrestling was being the most jacked dude with yeah. face paint.
1: Jack dude. Um, no doubt, looking back on it as an adult now, definitely on some uh, extra Mexican supplements. Some definitely on some illegal substances. Um, but I remember as a kid, I just thought, that energy that he had, the energy about him, whether it was natural or uh, induced by some sort of illegal substance. It was real. It was, uh, when he come out and that music came on, I remember being in my living room as probably an 8, 910 year old kid and just going crazy. The energy that he had run into the ring. And uh, <laughs> here I am, 39 years old now, and I try, I still think about that sometimes when I get caught up in the moment sometimes. And, and the inner, I, I still... It sort of comes out of me like that's the way I want to carry myself is an energy that other people feel. That it's so much energy within yourself that other people see it and it makes them get kind of get hyped up too. And uh, still, it's just one of the things that's always stuck with me.
0: That's the ultimate fake it till you make it, though. Mm-hmm. You know, you come out there trying to be, you envision this character, yep, and you get out there. I mean, I think we all do it in the morning. Oh yeah, I think we all do it just getting up every morning, you know, being, mm-hmm. you're putting on the clown makeup, going to work half the time. Yeah. You know, I mean, like that's right. you're, that's right. I'm painting a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing the stupid uniform they make mm-hmm. me wear and I'm doing, you know, I'm doing the deal, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, and yeah. then, you know, but mm-hmm. for at five 30 in the morning, man, mm-hmm. I can be,
1: you can be yourself,
0: my inner jackass mm-hmm. and wear it with pride, yep. you yep. know, tiger print tank top, dragging an ax around the that's middle right. of downtown. Yeah. And it's and not only am I not going to jail. People think it's hilarious, and
1: so do yep. I. Yep, and even the people that don't won't say it because so many people like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. And, and I'm one of those idiots. I draw fire. Like
0: I, I'm a big personality for mm-hmm. better or for worse. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, like I draw fire from strangers. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for people like you because mm-hmm. you draw fire away from me like you're running like jerk off interference for me which i you know because i will never forget the second time i really met you the first time we really spoke was the dragon boat race oh yeah 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 i had forgot about
1: that Oh, I haven't. And now i remember because I you were sitting right ahead of me i mean right, right behind you right behind you so tell me okay i and i know i butted in on you here but i remember the F3 Grand Strand team, which had some Conway guys on it too, um, we had a lot of my Conway buddy guys. Big Wheels, uh, I think Mayhem was Mayhem on there, there. Colonel Sanders, Colonel Sanders. Um, I do remember though, the first two races we absolutely just slayed. I mean, we were killing it, total utter domination. The first one we set the yeah. course record. Yeah. we were in perfect unison. And um, like, oh man, we and, we blazed that one. Mm-hmm. And then I remember we got to the finals. And it's like our energy, the energy on the team was too much. Oh, it was too much energy. we were energy. so jacked Everybody up. was trying so hard to win that we rode our worst race by like nine seconds, I think, of the day. Because we were all so hyped. We forgot about our cadence. We forgot about everything else and just we're in go mode. And I remember hitting your paddle. You were right. At, you were sitting ahead of me. And I know I hit your paddle probably 20 times within that, I don't know, 1,000-yard Oh uh, man! Row. And we were just absolutely, and we ended up tying. Uh, we won't get I mean, into that. We ended up winning. Uh, <laughs> we we, won't win. get we into the trophy that. and, the, and <laughs> the first prize. We ended up winning. Yeah, we just were, had to go to litigation. Yeah, with the police. Yeah, we, we rode a bad race, but the, it was we left it all out of the field. Yeah, um, then we got dumped over. And we flipped over. I remember that very um, vividly in front of I don't know a couple thousand people watched <laughs> our boat flip as we crossed the finish line. I still remember looking at the front of the boat, and Sunshine, if you ever hear this podcast, I remember why the boat flipped. I was almost at the back. Hamburger was right ahead of me, so we were both toward the rear of the boat, and I remember Sunshine looked to his right, just looked to see if we had won, and all it takes in those long, stretchy canoes is somebody to move the wrong way, and he did. <laughs> I remember as soon as he looked, the, the boat barely teetered to the right, and I saw water start coming in the boat, and I was like, oh my God. A couple thousand people about to see twenty-something guys flip into this this giant pond in front of them. It's made of goose. It's just made (laughs) of goose turns, man. Oh Oh my god! But even though you're right, it was like this basically this overflow waste overflow pond. But I still remember when that boat flipped. It took me a couple seconds to remember we all had on life jackets, (laughs) and when I realized I wasn't gonna drown because I had on tennis shoes, because it's really hard to swim in tennis shoes. I was like, God, no, this feels really good. <laughs> Man. I remember that race, and it was yeah. The the energy was just Mm, off, man. mm. Like we were so jacked
0: up, and we were, and you know, and then it was against the cops. Mm -hmm. So we're taught.
1: These weren't your regular cops. Oh, it's like they brought the cops from Planet Fitness. Oh, dude, yeah, they
0: did. It was like the Globo Gym cops.
1: Yeah, I I remember being in line before, like as we're all like loading on our boats and whatnot. It was like us. The Globo, the Globo Gym, uh, cops and like some other random team that wasn't going to be able to compete. And I remember the cops were like, I understand. Like it was a, di- it was the stairs. The stairs yeah. were happening. Like they knew that we knew. And we knew that they knew that they wanted to destroy us, and vice versa. Like it was the look. It yeah, was... there were four teams, and two of those teams just were there as like non-playable character <laughs> yeah. teams. It was yeah, like they were, yeah. You know, they were like, uh, I don't know, like you got Sonic and Tails, the little. Box. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. other <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah, <laughs> like was... it was like it was just those other. There was it was Snow White and the Dwarfs. Yeah, like they were this... got, like in any Batman movie, you got the Joker and then the goons. Yeah, you know, it, the guys. Yeah, they the henchmen. Yeah, they henchmen. Yeah, the henchmen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was like. Yeah, it was seriously show up right. Who the hell are these people? Like we had to get the henchmen out the way. To yeah, get I mean, They weren't even playing
0: as far as, and yeah, we were like, I, I thought they were just running our plates. Like, and, man, do you remember there was one cop with had those big old quads and he was wearing like oh, yeah. those ranger oh, panties? That should have oh, been illegal. Guys should not oh, be allowed yeah. to wear short shorts like that. There was even a girl on that team. Except for rubber camp.
1: There was a girl on their team and I was like, she could definitely, You know, I'm going to edit this, she could definitely beat me up. Oh. Uh, and I was like oh my god where did they get it? I've never I've lived here my whole life never seen any cop that looked like any of those.
0: This <laughs> so the globo like the all juice team
1: cops <laughs> I was nervous <laughs> it was, but I wasn't going to show it that was bad
0: <laughs> and so then we ran off like and then we won after litigation with the police like we got our trophy like three weeks later oh yeah, no, oh, you, yeah. but I mean
1: so then you know the police hate you because they already got their trophy oh I know and all that exactly yeah. so I it's know. like we were looking for the grudge match it's not, it goes back to we knew that they knew and they knew that we. Knew. Oh, I'm not. So a, the, I don't want to get pulled over. So, so the following year, I'm all hyped up about going up against them again, and you know that they're looking forward to it. And then it got canceled because of the corona. You know.
0: They canceled it again. Two years canceled. Really?
1: I didn't. I did not know. Two that. years oh, canceled, man.
0: Like, mm. and that's the thing about F3 is you get all these different events that you can do. But mm-hmm. going back to the original part of this dragon boat thing was <laughs> we, had to, they, we had to learn how to row the boat. <laughs> and. So we all get in the boat. There's this guy right in front of me in orange. Yep. And I'm and I'm rowing. And there was this military guy behind us, calling Colonel, the cadence. Colonel, Colonel Sanders. Like, no, no, the guy who was teaching oh, us the boat. Oh, the guy. The, teams, the, oh, the man. sergeant. The yeah. gunny. That's what he's yeah, saying. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's teaching us. And like, so we're doing it. I'm like, I'm doing it right. And but at the <laughs> same time, guys like that always like to pick on guys uh-huh. like me because I'm a goober. <laughs> and, you know, you're like you know. And so I'm waiting oh, yeah. for it. And I hear you. You, 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 and I'm like, all right, here we yeah. go, and I'm like, and I'm kind of like, getting ready to say something, and he was like, in the orange, yeah, I remember and I'm I- like, and I was like, yeah, in the orange, Just get it. his ass, <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I remember that, like, this guy was like, uh, Jesse Ventura from he Predator, was pretty so much, pissed. He, was, he was out there, like, it's supposed to be a trainer, like, teach you how to row the boat, well, I got off that boat that night feeling like a life loser. Like, this guy demoralized me for 45 straight minutes and told me how much I suck at life because I couldn't row the boat right. I kept wetting him, apparently, I I was pulling the paddle out of the water. Hell yeah, he I was, was behind, behind
0: you, you were throwing it. Like, it was like, I just thought it was funny, because I was like, oh, he's gonna actually, be yelling at me.
1: And I was like, and then he did, and I'm like, oh yeah, not me, I, not me. I had actually forgot about that. Oh, I haven't, I didn't, I didn't forget about it. It totally reminded me of Jesse Ventura from Predator, though, definitely, <laughs> definitely, like this guy's here to kill me, not teach me how to row his boat. Ain't got time to bleed. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, and then...
1: So, you lose it here, you in a world of hurt. Seriously, man, like,
0: we were, it was so funny. Like, and then, so, and the, so I knew you there, and then I got, I'd see you at events and things because we get together mm-hmm. this all the t- you know, but it seems like we've always, you know, we're like dogs, we can kind of recognize each other by smell, we, you know, there's a few of us running out there who are big personalities, but are also complete and total, just. What the hell, people? <laughs> you know, that's like, yeah. like, you know, people look over, is like, what's your problem?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, yep.
0: like that Tommy Boy scene, where's like, did you, like, <laughs> did you live under power lines as a kid? And everybody's like, yeah. Why? Like, that's us. Like, yeah. so, you know, kids at the back of the bus, kids on the slow track. That's me and you. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. the announcement comes down that you're the Nantan now
1: of the Republic. Mm-hmm. You're running the show. Yeah. Um, I, uh, How? uh, uh, How? (laughs) Oh, God, how? (laughs) We're a team. We're all a team over here, and we're all, um, as long as we all pull in the same direction, and, uh, have the same goal, which is, it's very simple. We all have, we're all a team, and if the goal is to reach other men, so that they can see what this little 515 AM workout is, Quote, unquote, because I think it's much more than that. Starts as a workout. Yeah, has done for us and me, myself. I mean, we all got a story. But if you can reach another man and him maybe possibly take out of it what you have and see what it has become to you, then you're doing it the right way. If you're not in it for that, then you're in it for the wrong reasons. Because you get to this point with f 3 Fitness Fellowship, Faith. It's just a free workout group for men. And the workout... Part we we call it the magnet. It's what initially gets the guy to come out. He he looks in the mirror just as I did and, and many others and says, "Wow, what what has happened to me?" So who did what, that to you? Who that, brought you in? That um, well we can get we can get into that. Name That's the guilty I, party who okay. brought you. That would have been my brother-in-law um, out of uh, Charlotte up there. Uh, he uh, normally attends uh, F3 Sons of Ballantyne. Um He's been he's been doing F three since I think about two years after their inception up there, and he's I think he's Nantan several different a regions up there, and he had told me about this F three thing for several years, and, and to the point where it was like, dude, I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of hearing. Leave me alone. Leave me alone about it. Because I'd look in the mirror and I'm like, I don't need to go work out. I don't need to exercise. You know, da da I'm fine, man. I felt good about myself. Well, that's good to feel good about yourself. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Um, he bugged oh, me, and bugged me, me about it, and I knew I was never going to go. I was like, just shut up about this. Well, with me, what happened was I um, I went, ended up going to the doctor for some things I'd battled for several, several years, many years. And I finally went to the doctor about it, and they put me on uh, some antidepressant medicine, mm-hmm. which helped me tremendously. Not just myself, it helped me in my family life, my work life. It got me back to the old me. Um, It really helped. Medication does help. Um, It's not a fake disease. It's not a fake problem. Um, No. Depression is real, I believe. And uh, anyways, I was uh, on this medicine for some time. And the thing about a lot of those kind of medicines that the doctors may not tell you about is, yeah, they'll make you feel better about life. And make you not stress all the small stuff that drives you crazy, but they will also make you eat. You become a human garbage disposal. So, I, so here I was on this medication for probably a year, a year or two at this point. And I looked in the mirror one day, and I was like, "Oh my God!" I was always sort of the kind of thin guy, mm-hmm. always. And I looked in the mirror, and I was like, "God, what is hap- what have I done? What have I let happen to myself?" So. You go from the medication making you feel better. But what's one thing that a man that will make any man not feel good about himself and down on himself and not like to be around others if he's not happy with the way he looks, if he's not happy with himself? So here I am on these antidepressant medicines, and now I'm depressed about my own daggum self. So I looked in the mirror that day, I still remember, and I told my wife, I said, you know that F3 thing that your brother's been telling me about for years? I'm going in the morning. Called him. I told him I was going in the morning. He lit, he was in Charlotte. I told him I was going to the this water tower workout they do in Conway. Went to went and bought me a pair of tennis shoes and some workout gear, and uh, showed up. Puked. Hated it. But I had a couple guys tell me that morning. I got I got here and uh, there was a couple guys that I remember from high school that were glad to see me. Hey, how you been? It rekindled some old relationships. And they told me they said no matter what, tomorrow you're going to be sore. Come back. Make yourself come back. If you do, a couple months from now, you'll be a different person. And they were exactly right. Um, That's how I found out about F3. I've been doing it a little over three years now. No, not uh, three years Valentine's Day will be uh, my three-year anniversary. Um, Down, I don't know, lost a good bit of weight, run all the time, you know, whatever. You're always out. uh, You're always out. Yeah, decently physically fit, decent, I guess. Um, But... Went from a guy that couldn't run from stop sign to stop sign to, you know, whatever. Do it for fun now. Um, it's a great organization. Like well, I said, the uh, the uh, the fitness is just a magnet. When you get out here, next thing you know, you build these relationships, these bonds with other men that are, are real, true-life friendships. Men that would do anything for you, any time of the day, whatever you need. They're there for you. And, uh, that's yeah, I could go on. About, and on. No, well,
0: that's the thing about this is wherever you go, you're always home that's right Like that was one thing I mean I live in I live in the middle of the suburban the sprawl of the Myrtle Beach area and I drove out to Ainer, small town 40 minutes away yep just because I you know I wanted to help out a guy that I'd met and mm-hmm. he seemed like a good guy Hoedown's great guy oh, yeah, great name and I you know I just felt like I needed to give some service to him and mm-hmm. I said hey you know, he- can, can I queue for you yep and he's he's like you know where you're going. I was nope, but I'll find it on a map.
1: <laughs> yes, Scott, ho We call him ho down. He's a, he is an absolutely great dude. Um, he was one of the ones early on. If I, I hope I'm correct in saying this, that uh, helped really take F3 Grant or Grand Strand before it even existed, and helped it become what it has became. Early, early on, I think uh, uh, maybe down in Merle's Inlet, he helped launch that AO. I think it was an AO before an AO even existed even at Market Commons uh, where Warthog is. I, I, think, I think they were working out in Merle's Inlet doing something similar to F3 um, down there, I think. I may be wrong on that, but either way, with that said, H- H- Scott is just a genuinely great guy, um, does a lot of things uh, to get men out to F3 as well as other things um, to get men stronger in their faith. And he was, he was one of the ones in the beginning that... Uh, pushed me to continue and um and now it's it's changed my life did
0: you ever think about quitting though
1: when you first started there probably were a couple times where i was like man i really don't want to get out of bed i really don't want to get out of bed but but i also knew more than more than not wanting to get out of bed i wanted to look different in the mirror there more than i wanted to lay in the bed that was
0: i mean for me it was there's been mornings that I haven't gone and there's been mornings that I just, I can't do it today,
1: yep. but
0: there's never been a morning where I didn't want it.
1: Yeah. You know, you like, I, or, mm-hmm. I, or I thought about
0: not like never going again. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's never,
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: never entered my thought. Right. I know right. with a guy like you who shows up just swinging for the fences every day, you know, come hell or high water, you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's, but kind of touching back on the depression part, because it's something I know a lot of the packs have struggled with, mm-hmm. including myself. Is that it's a real thing and it's hard because there's no, you know, you, if you, if your legs hurt, you're limping. Mm -hmm. If your arms hurt, you can't use it. If you got, if, if you got shot, you're bleeding. You know, and Mm -hmm. there's these things like you cut yourself, there's these signs, yeah, and you can see them and it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, he can't, he can't go because his leg is broken. Mm -hmm. And you, well, he gets a pass, Mm -hmm. but it's the scars that no one sees mm-hmm. that are the worst oh, yeah. in those ways because everybody's like, oh, we'll suck it up. Mm-hmm. You know, watch, you know, read this quote, you'll be better. Yeah. Do this, you know, mm-hmm. and there's no magic bullet. No, there's not.
1: Um, what, what you, you, you meet out, some of the guys I've met out, out here in the mornings, first of all, it ends up becoming more than a workout. The workout's just something you come out, it, it, the workout's over within 45 minutes and you don't even remember what you did. Nope. But what you do remember is when you're jogging next to a dude or doing sit-ups next to a dude and you're talking about real-life stuff he's going through, that you thought, my man, damn, I thought I was the only one dealing with that. Always. Or you meet other guys that are like, man, what's that medicine you take, man? Because, you know, and then they talk with you and you get to know him very well and you realize, man, this guy right here has been battling stuff for a long time and he thinks it's just his temper or just he's down and out. You're not down and out for 10 damn years. You're not. You have a problem. Okay, when you stress about check when it's 10 o'clock in the morning and you're worried about checking the mail when you get home. That's a problem. That's a problem. But that's a real. Yes, that's a problem. And you meet other guys or when it's uh, Monday and you're worried about, oh, don't forget Thursday. I need to pay the bills and it's on your mind for three straight days before Thursday gets here. That's a problem. You you end up not being able to enjoy life when you don't want to go in a restaurant with your wife because it looks kind of busy and you don't want people to watch you while you're eating that is a problem when you don't want to sit in a a certain table because you feel like people will stare at you that is a problem when you don't take your kids somewhere that they want to go because there might be a lot of people at a birthday party that is a problem and what it ends up doing is guys just think oh it's just my personality it that's not normal you don't you end up having a miserable life and not just that because you're stressing over so many small things which is actually anxiety that leads to depression. It goes undiagnosed for so long that you become a depressed individual, and not only does it ruin your life, and you only live once, not only does it ruin your entire life, it will also become a major burden on your family. And that's that, and then that spirals. Yes, because then you know
0: you're burdening your family. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. And that is, and those, mm-hmm. these are the real struggles mm-hmm. that men don't mm-hmm. want to admit happen. Mm-hmm. And especially a couple of chuckleheads like us, yeah. oh, where yeah. everybody sees mm-hmm. the, you know, the the orange and the, you know, mm-hmm. and the, the axes and the stupid mustaches. Mm-hmm. But underneath, underneath,
1: yeah, man, you know, it's a boiling kettle. Oh, yeah. Like, so, so, and there's several guys over here at the Republic that I talk to regularly that go through the same things. And... Uh, um, and it, it's just such a, re, a release. A relief. And a relief. A release and a relief to be able to talk with someone. And, re, and especially when you realize there are other people that maybe weren't, weren't talking about it. And when you begin talking with them and they're like, man, I've been going through that for years. And it's just so good to get it. The, the, one of the best things for someone that battles any kind of mental illness. And I know we're talking about depression and anxiety, whatever. But you're talking about PTSD. There's so many things that people deal with that, that don't talk about. One of the best things for them is to talk with someone and realize that they're not the only one. And, well, uh, it's guys like us who mm-hmm. talk too damn much. Yep.
0: You've always been told, shut up. Mm-hmm. Your whole life, shut mm-hmm. up. And you don't shut up, but about those things you do. Mm-hmm. because And you start oh, yeah.
1: talking a lot to mm-hmm. cover those oh, yeah tracks. There's, a, there's a there's a switch there. Um, some, I think about so many famous people that when I look at their life... Um, somebody like Robin Williams. One of the funniest people, most outgoing, charismatic characters you've ever met, as well as many other comedians. Comedians are big time for me because yeah. I know what they're thinking. I've been there. They're loud, obnoxious. Try to I am there. Try to, uh, yeah. You it, start a podcast. You yeah. start doing yeah. stupid stuff. And, and really what it is, some of the people you know, and some of the people, less, like if you're listening to this, some of the most outgoing Funniest people, you know, I guarantee you, are some of the most depressed inside their brain. That you know, same people. It's the same person. They, it's a, uh, co- not a cover up. That's not the right word. But they, the outgoing personality and and trying to make everybody laugh and make everybody happy and try to have a good time is a way of coping with what they're really dealing with on their brain. Well they're trying to bring mm-hmm. they're
0: trying to seek validation through others. Yes. I mean, you know you, I made yes. all those people smile yes. so I must be doing that something oh that is a thing. Oh, that is you know, I a thing. bit if a can get that laugh, yes. you know, like, you know bit of a little bit you a little bit know a little know of they little bit of a i or of a little bit of a little bit
1: exactly, exactly. little bit of a little bit of where we were. of a little bit of a little bit the the little um, F is fellowship, a little bit of and a okay? little a man out here. Fellowship being the second F is the glue. We call it the glue. That's when you come out for more than the workout. Once you've been doing it a little while, you make these real, true-life friends like we were just talking about that go through the same struggles as you. And next thing you know, that's why you're coming out, more so than needing to stay in shape. You're already in shape at that point. And you're in pretty good shape for a 40-year-old guy, you know, da, da, yeah. da. you're in pretty good shape. For a 40-year-old yeah. person, I mean, I, I think yeah.
0: sometimes we get delusional.
1: and We yeah. think like, hey, I'm going to hang out. I'm going to run against these young bucks. And mm-hmm. I ran against mm-hmm. a 26-year-old kid, and he showed
0: me exactly <laughs> right. where I'm oh, at, yeah. you get which humbled, is in the
1: back. You might get humbled daily or at daily. least, at least mm-hmm. weekly, you know, but uh, but you end up coming out more so to be around your brothers, the bonds you have built. You, yeah. Next thing you know, you've made memories with these guys, done very hard things you never thought you would do and um, you end up coming out more so because you know that guy's going to be there. Or you know if it's raining and cold, uh, which is my two most hated things, cold weather and rain, put them together, I absolutely hate it. But there have been times I've come out because I knew so-and-so was going to be there because he was on cue, which, which means uh, he was leading a workout that day. Rain or shine, hot or cold, we're there. The guy leading the workout will be there. So you get out of bed in the rain and the cold because you know that guy's going to be there. And you don't leave him behind. You don't leave him by himself. You, you, uh, you're there to support your brother. And there's
0: always gonna be somebody out there. Yes. And those, are, and those are usually the workouts where I find like that I, I get the most out of it emotionally. Oh. Where I mean, I've had the deepest conversations right. with guys because there's a certain level of honesty mm-hmm. that comes from a workout, mm-hmm. and at this time mm-hmm. in the morning where I've, I guess I haven't had time to put on the mask yet. Yeah. And I just say really, real things. Mm-hmm.
1: The bonds are built between men when you face adversity that's when the true bonds are built when you do like the adventure races or really hard things things that are harder than normal and you're on a team the real bonds are built life memories um that that is uh what it's about right there that's what it's about the the fellowship and real life friends
0: yeah, it gives you something to look mm-hmm. forward to. I mean yeah. that what I play that what's good game all the time. Mm-hmm. I look forward to something every day. Mm-hmm. I have to. I have to think about it. What is it that I'm gonna find? You know, I mean, I go through. I mean, hey, it might just be that I'm gonna drink a Thai coke at the end of this workout, mm-hmm. or you know, I mean, it's like. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna find those simple pleasures.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. And
0: but yeah, f three. I think as men, I th- we're all egomaniacs, mm-hmm. and we always think we're the only one in the world with our problems. You know, mm-hmm. I'm the only, because I am, I'm the only me that's ever been, you know, mm-hmm. theoretically. <laughs> well, you, are, you are the only uh, you that's ever been. I don't know, man. I've been <laughs> I've reading these things about like Stephen Hawking's like open universe ideas. Mm-hmm. I mean, but again, I digress. But I am the only me for all points. Of, but the thing is, is you think that your problems are only your, you know, you're mm-hmm. the only person who's ever felt this way. You're the oh, only yeah. person that's ever been up against mm-hmm. it. You know, and you're the only, and you and since you're the only person who's ever been this way, you're the only one that can help yourself, and you can't help yourself, so now you're at the bottom oh, of yeah. a hole, and yep. that's where. And you feel like nobody else can help you. Cause nobody they don't can, they don't because understand. they understand it. Yeah. Like you know, because you're you. Yeah. You're special. Mhm. Here's the thing you learn in F3, you know, kind of like they said, you know, Chuck Palahniuk wrote in Fight Club, you're not an individual and unique snowflake. Mm-hmm. You're just like all these other guys mm-hmm. who have problems. Yep. That's right. And you they don't know mm-hmm. and you don't know. Adulthood's a lie. You know, no, we're all just faking it out here. <laughs> <laughs> And when my kids hear this someday, they'll get it. <laughs> like, and if they didn't gotten it by now, you're dumb. Yeah, you know, like it's a lie, because we don't know what we're doing. So we reach, and you know, and when we, and we're taught the man doesn't do this and a man doesn't do this. Mm-hmm. But then you start figuring out with groups like F three, I can meet other people like me, mm-hmm. and I can connect with them. Like somebody once told me that after reading the Bible many times, cover to cover that The greatest miracle Jesus ever performed was having 12 close friends after the age of 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, That's you know what I mean? And that is. That I mean, is, like, we're.
1: I've never heard that. That is really good. You know I mean? Because mm-hmm. we lose
0: those connections to oh, people. Oh, yeah. And you do. And you get so stuck in yourself
1: mm-hmm.
0: that, you know, you need to talk to other men. And, That's if, right. you know, if you're a woman, you probably need to talk to other women. That's you know right. what I mean? Like, but as guys, you don't talk. Mm-hmm. You're taught, shut up.
1: Yep. Yeah, and you're right. We, naturally, we, we uh, keep it in. Keep it inside. And you meet
0: Definitely. these guys out here where, mm-hmm. and you're, you know, you, you go through hard things. You run to your puke, you do mm-hmm. all this stuff, but you, and you're cheering each other on. Everybody wants to yep. see everybody get better.
1: That's right.
0: But we do it in a competitive and fun way. Yep. And that's, you want everybody to come, but you know, they won't stick. Yep. But I want the ones who, I want the ones who are going to stick to stick. Oh yeah. Yeah. you know, like, oh, and that's yeah. where, you know, you're like today, this morning I came I came all the way out here to another town from where I live just to meet up with Goldberg and to see the boys out here Mm because I really like that they have a great vibe out here. Mm -hmm. But we were doing something kind of hard and guys were getting caught up in it and Mm -hmm. I was kind of zoning out. And then I hear Goldberg talking to somebody in the background. (laughs) And he's like, it's okay if you have a seizure. (laughs) I saw you have a seizure once. Mm -hmm. And you were nurturing Mm -hmm. a guy. That was my
1: way of um, letting him know I was there and everything was going to be okay. I I was trying to joke with him a little bit to kind of cheer him up. And he he knows my personality, luckily. Um, But, yeah, I was just trying to let him know it's not a big deal, man. You know, dude, you're going to be all right. We're going to take care of you. Everything's going to be fine. But it was my way of joking about it so that he didn't feel like anybody was looking down on him or, 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 or he wasn't embarrassed at all about himself.
0: And, you know, that was a great thing because for me even Mm -hmm.
1: to overhear was
0: I was stuck in my own zone of the workout of like where I just get on this track in my head where I picture a tightrope walker and I'm on my own trip, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was like, and I was, which I enjoy, Mm -hmm. you know, and then, but when hearing that brought me right back to reality and reminded me Mm -hmm. that we're here to create these bonds and that sometimes people need to hear, you know, we need to be comforting people.
1: Oh, yeah. For
0: sure, and I, you know, and after that, it really brought me kind of into that, you know, back mm-hmm. into that sphere of like we're looking over. But I mean, that's you know the only word I can think of that's nurturing, mm-hmm. is that's nurturing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're you're nurturing a seed there in that guy. I mean, mm-hmm. and he's, you know, he has health problems, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He's he's a guy's son who works out with yeah, us. Yeah, that's
1: FedEx's boy.
0: And yeah. that yeah. was a really beautiful thing, though. I mean, and that's where you kind of get where you hear we're screwing around all the time. Mm-hmm. We're doing this. We're talking about. This that and the other thing, mm-hmm. but then when it comes down to it, that's a young man right there mm-hmm. who's going to be a grown up someday. Oh yeah, yep. And he's gonna remember these relationships I definitely, definitely and, yeah. and we're gonna remember. I I mean that was even my moment, mm-hmm. but I took something from it. Yep. And I think mm-hmm. that's one well, you know that's the fellowship. That's right. That's I mean like where you do because you don't develop intense bonds with people anymore
1: mm-hmm.
0: after you know after you know, back when you were playing sports in school you did yeah. And that's as close as we're gonna get out here. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a man,
1: I'm am lucky to have found it. Yep. Yeah, um, you're you're exactly right. The my my goal some of, some of the things I try to take from what we do in the mornings it, it's just pretty simple to me. I try to. It probably sounds uh, I don't know, I don't even know the right word. I just want to be as healthy as I possibly can, so I can live as long as I can. And watch my kids grow up. That and I wasn't on that track before I started. I just want to look good journey. naked, but, but yeah, I'll go with yeah. your answer. I'm well, I tried your, that. I'm stealing your answer. I've next. Tried I'm that. stealing your answer I've next. Don't me about that. It's about the kids. That's what it's about. <laughs> yeah, it's about the kids. It's but about yeah, the kids. Yeah, as far as uh, not, not that goes, though, I've I've learned that uh, no matter how much I exercise, no matter what I do, I'm going. I could be 120 pounds and I'll, and 40 pounds of it will be love handles. It, it's just the way it is yeah I, there I'm, and there. I'm eternal dad bod <laughs> like, I, like I'm, I'm just a little healthier dad bod than i was at one time yeah. yeah i just want to be healthy watch my kids grow up be a better daddy and uh be a better person and, and help others help others any way i can and uh that that's kind of what i take from it so,
0: now so going back with the you know to the so one of the initial points at the beginning was we talked about you're the new Nantan mm-hmm. of the Republic. And that's mm-hmm. one of those things like where I look over is, don't take this the wrong way because I've told it to your face a bunch of times you're not supposed to be the Nantan. <laughs> like yeah, I'm not supposed to be the Nantan. Yeah. Guys like us don't do that, because we sit in the back of the bus, Mm -hmm. we're doing, you know, we're copying some kid's homework, Mm -hmm. you know, we're the one the teacher put over in the corner so we couldn't distract the others, like, you know, we're, you know, we're that guy, Mm -hmm. and we're, you know, the Nantan's supposed to be the valedictorian of the class, Mm -hmm. you know, the the good boy guy, Mm -hmm. and you're, you're like, you know, you're the the ultimate warrior wasn't necessarily Mm -hmm. a good guy, he yeah. wasn't a bad guy either. Yeah. He was his guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he did. You know, yeah. he he brought his energy. Mm-hmm. So, what the heck are you doing now?
1: Um. Well, I'm definitely. Uh, I, I don't know how to say this. I I am. I'm not the fastest. I'm not the strongest. Not the uh, most. Uh, probably not the best walk in, in my faith. I'm, I'm not as good. On, I'm not as good on, on that track as many of the guys over here. But um, I, my goal is just very simple, and it's the team's goal, which is uh, pretty much, I consider the team every guy I'm around, is to uh, build bonds, make memories, and reach other men. And it's, it's real simple. For I me, mean, I want to be aggressive in the approach. Stay aggressive, uh, relentless. Talk to people about what we do. Tell them, don't be scared of it. Don't be ashamed of it because it's something that's great for all men. And uh, I just, I, I don't know. I just have a different kind of energy about me, I guess. Um, it's true. You do, I mean, and you do. I just, you're right. I probably there's there's many men over here that could lead. No way doubt better qualified. Yes. I'll have you know. Yes. Way better. Yes.
0: I, I I reviewed <laughs> resumes. <laughs> like I don't know how you got this other than like some and, kind of diversity
1: I've, program to. There there's <laughs> several men over here that many, many men that could lead this region and, and try to grow it and reach other men and and just make sure that the guys that are involved are having a great time, making memories, building bonds. There's many men that could do it. And uh, I, I'm humbled to be doing what I'm doing. It's no special title really to me. It's really not. I'm still the same guy. Um, I just... It's uh, just the uh, same... Same goal, different role, you know, um, but no no changes in me personally at all. No, other I don't than, think you can fix this. Yeah, Other. Okay. Than, <laughs> I don't think they're going to give you the magic uh, title and uh, all of a sudden other, you're going like, to snap in and be like that yeah, guy. There are times, uh, I've, other than, no change in me, really, other than, I probably, there's some things I don't say now that I would have said before, probably. That's just nice because I try to that's uh, I'm nice. trying to that's be why a, I can't. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> I'm trying to be a little bit more of an example even though sometimes it still comes out so, uh, my natural I think
0: you're that example though um, is that who you are. That's yeah. you were you're the Nantan because you are who you are. I mean that's yeah. one of the things I I, I love about you is mm-hmm. just is that you're you. You know, is mm-hmm. it, it, unapologetically you but you're a fun person. You know, and that's and I think you. that's that's one of the things about you <laughs> And you're fun. A a lot of
1: people, a lot of people. Um, as far as my personality goes, um, there's been many people that have straight up told me when they first met me they thought I was an asshole or a jackass because of my sense of humor. They were right. They were right. (laughs) Because I get the same thing all the time, and I look at, I was like, "You're right." Yeah, you. You're just gonna have to get used to it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then they said, "But man, once I got to know you, man, I really, you know, I really like you, man. You're a good dude. (laughs) You know, you. I feel like you do anything for me. da, Da da da." And uh, it's just my personality, a lot of times, when you're kind of have a, ob- obnoxious is probably the word, that probably is the right word. Yeah, obnoxious. that's what I am, I mean, that's yeah. what I, I don't hide it, I can't hide it, yeah. like, so I'm just going to wear it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people, I, sometimes jazz. I recognize it, sometimes I'm like, yeah, that guy, he probably doesn't like me right now, He'll. I'll grow on him, I'll grow on him, he'll end up liking me, And because uh, I don't want anybody to really dislike me. So, I think Mike Tyson said something like that, but it was more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm editing a lot of things. I'm saying, yeah, (laughs) yeah. He'll 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 end up, you know, not not hating to be around me, he'll figure it out or he won't. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. because I'm gonna be here, I'm gonna be here, and I'm gonna be pushing everybody, and uh, even the guys that are faster, stronger, everything than me. I still talk junk to them, and sometimes I'll run a little harder just so they have to run a little harder so they can still beat me because they don't want me to beat them, even though I can't. They don't want me to beat them because they know I'll talk shit keep to them. I'll, I'll keep accelerating. Keep accelerating. Yeah. Yeah. We got, But like what you said, we got many, many guys over here that are more than qualified to lead this region and uh, take it to the next level. And, uh, but, you know, I want to do my best while I'm in the role.
0: That's that's a lot, though. I mean, I look at you because you are, and I, I wasn't going to tell you this because I do not want you to feel too good about yourself, like that, <laughs> you know, you're a difference maker. Thank you. You're a catalyst. You're one of those guys who speeds up the process. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, it's one of the things I enjoy about you is that I know with you, we're going to go fast. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, we're going. If we're racing, yeah, we're racing to that, the
1: that's, bottom. That's that. I, I remember, I got, like in my notes and stuff, we had our first little meeting a couple weeks ago, and the word that kept coming to mind was aggressive. Aggressive. I think of aggressive, I think of uh, Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman. Big personalities are normally your more aggressive people. And I wanted to approach uh, our growth and our, um, you know, just I just wanted to approach everything aggressively, all in. And I know that sounds cliche now, but Dabo Sweeney, the coach of the Clemson Tigers, is the one that initially started that. You Are you all in or not, you know? And uh, by all in, I mean if your goal, when you get up in the morning, is not to become a better dad. Than you were yesterday, a better husband than you were yesterday, better physically than you were yesterday, then you're doing it all for the wrong reasons. If You, you should want to be a better daddy, a better husband, and better physically than you were. Or you're missing the boat. You're missing the boat. And uh, all of us get there different ways. Some of us have loud, obnoxious personalities that, that grow on people and then they like to be around you. Some of us are quiet and reserved. And that's okay. As long as you're getting better, then you're doing the right thing. Just get better. And and in your career as well. Um, in your career, get better. Be the best. Whatever you do, try to be the best at it. Um, or the best that you can be at it. Because at our age, like you said, we're not going to be the best anymore. <laughs> but, not, not in the, yeah, but not in the, yeah, we're not going to the Olympics. Yeah, you know I mean? We're not yeah. going pro. At least physically we're but, not. But I'm going to be the best daddy I can but be. But I'm the,
0: definitely a better dad than I was last
1: year. Oh, yeah. And I'm a way yeah, better right. dad than I was 13 years ago. Oh, yeah. No, well, but, I wasn't a dad 13. You started before me. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I had a little more self-discipline. You know what I mean? I got five, man. I, I got five. Pe- I got five. There's nothing good on TV. That's why.
0: Putting in Sport. work. Hey, hey, if you're going to do it, you, know, you got to go hard. Uh, y'all were Netflix
1: <laughs> and chilling before it was cool. Yeah. Back when it, back when it was Blockbuster yeah, night. Y'all were VCR. VCR, please it's, be kind. Please rewind. It, please rewind, man. <laughs> B- Blockbuster night.
0: Hollywood video style. Hollywood video. Like, wow. you know, back to the red box. Yeah. Okay. Like, back. But you. But that is. I mean, you gotta be looking to be better every mm-hmm. day. That's right. But something that another guy said that we work out with Lombardi mm-hmm. is something I think about a Great lot. Guy. Great, Great guy. Great guy. Matt Harris. If you need to buy a house, he'll hook you up. That's right. Like, but if you, he said, I've never been a dad to a fourteen-year-old before. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's like, he's like, and I tell my kid that i'm new here too mm-hmm. you know like is yeah. the and that's something i try to i've learned a lot in the last little while is man leveling with people mm-hmm. because i know that i'm always trying i'm a big aggressive personality i'm i'm not smart i'm clever mm-hmm. i pick up on i pick up on little things
1: mm-hmm.
0: quick and I can kind of run with it. And so people think I'm smarter than I am, because I'm not. I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm clever. You know, like, is and so people give me credit where credit isn't due. And so I get confident. Mm-hmm. And then I can't ask people questions because they yeah. think I know. Mm-hmm. And then they want and then they're gonna have something up on me, so my ego's there. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. You know, and I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And so in the last year I've really worked on trying to be brutally honest. With people about my ignorance, <laughs> like yo, know, like seriously, like it's like uh, I'm an immigrant at the DMV. <laughs> I'm just like, help me, you know? Like, just I want to drive the car. Show me. And so I have to tell. So I, have to, I told even my kids, I don't. I've never done this one before. Yeah, you know, that's like, right. You're yeah. gonna have to watch Dad just be a putz.
1: Oh yeah, I mean as a dad, you're learning on the fly. You really are. I mean, I'm raising a five-year-old girl. She's my little angel. And uh, I'm learning. She doesn't know that, but I'm learning on the fly. And again, like I,
0: I now know that there's three stages. A man once told me there's three stages of a man's life. My dad can beat up your dad. <laughs> you know, my dad is so stupid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And my dad used to say. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I can. I'm definitely. I've been in the my dad used to say for a long time oh, yeah. now. Yeah. But what I. And then I've, with, you know, I have five kids and you have two, and they're at their ages mm-hmm. where you're still beating up other dads.
1: <laughs> you know, like, yeah.
0: you know, you. Yeah. daddy'll get you. Yeah, they're in, <laughs> in their head right now, oh, yeah. you could beat up oh, yeah. their dad. You know, yeah. I have a 13 and a 10 oh, yeah. year old. A 13 uh-huh. looks at me now and goes, You are so stupid. stupid. Yeah and up you're until, embarrassing
1: me and up until <laughs> it's,
0: oh man she just turned 13 yeah. and we went to a birthday party uh, don't
1: embarrass and me and i Dad. walked up
0: there to see her to see her haircut and her earrings you know mm. it with which she was sitting with her friends and i just saw just, don't
1: say anything please stupid, leave Dad. old man look like yeah. you know don't say anything bad and i just and you're I, like you're were you like i remember when that was daddy's little girl Oh, there's, <laughs> there was like seven different things that came into my head all at that point was like, oh man, yeah, and
0: this is my little girl, you know, but she's a woman now.
1: God, she's, I'm not looking forward to that no, at all. No, no,
0: it sucks. Like, and then she, and then there's the other part where I look, and you know, and then you can see the, the other part where she looks at you and says, like, she's got that look like, you can go now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's
0: the one, and you know, and then there's that nice guy longing, like, oh, please stay with me this whole, yeah. and then there's the other, and then there's the jerk part of me, it's like, I should just embarrass you right now because I'm paying for this whole thing. Like, so you who runs things around here, mm-hmm. not acknowledge my dominance, yeah. but honestly, my kid's great, but I'm new here,
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: have to, and I tell her that all the time, like, I'm new here. That's right. And my my 10-year-old just started giving me the look like, mm. oh, mm-hmm. he might be really dumb. <laughs> like, you know, the eight, the six, and the two all still think that These I can beat up the first ten years world. have been a lie. I know, I can see it, because I remember that switch flipping. You <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know, it's like, holy crap, I'm being raised by an idiot. You know, you're like, that's exactly yeah. what I mean. You yeah. Know, so that switch is going to flip, and then eventually they'll figure out, hey,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, he wasn't completely stupid. Mm-hmm. He was just trying to do his best. That's right. That's right. And that's where I, you know, I, I talk to my dad now about things like mm-hmm. that, where it's like, geez, you know, I get it. Yeah. And, but I know with the group that we have mm-hmm. in this F3 thing that I have guys to bounce it off a lot. Of. Mm-hmm. My dad was, you know, didn't have that.
1: Yeah.
0: You know that's I mean? Right. Like, and he didn't talk and, you know, men didn't talk about stuff like that's that. Right. Their dads, like how to be a good dad. Maybe somebody would write a book. Mm-hmm. It's always the best whenever I see these guys write books about parenting, and then mm-hmm. I find out their kid's been in rehab six times. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like, you yeah know, like, exactly. I'm not doing that. Like, so, you know, to kind of wrap it up, if you could tell one thing to the literal sevens of people listening, maybe eight this week, you know, you're a big draw, maybe. Like, yeah, you know, is it? What would you What would you say? One piece, one thing, one piece
1: of advice. Just when you get out of bed, um, sit up straight, throw your legs off the bed, and attack the day with every damn thing you got. Give it your all. Um, as far as your physical fitness, give it your all. Give it everything you got. Your work, your career, give it everything you got. And uh, your family, everything you got. Give them all you got. You, you hear one time. Uh, give it everything you got make the, uh, become the best version of you that you possibly can and uh, if you give if you give that hundred percent to your uh, your body, your career and your family you'll be successful. you will you will don't listen to the don't listen to the haters you're going to have them especially if you're going hundred percent because everybody's not. Be aggressive stay aggressive in your approach to everything. And uh, you'll, you'll probably ruffle some feathers, but uh, you'll, uh, you'll succeed. Can't make it on without breaking some eggs. That's right. That's right. Exactly right.
0: Okay, freaks. We talked about some very real challenges for some of us in this podcast. And if you can hear me and if you struggle with any of these issues, I promise you, you're not alone. I'm not cured or fixed or whatever you want to call it. But I am better than I've been. And I'm getting better all the time. And I know that because people tell me that. And I know that because I feel that way. And if I could offer just a couple of things. Just to make it better for you. I'm going to say play the what's good game. Find something to look forward to every day. Just I don't care what it is. But make it something that makes you happy. To get out of bed in the morning. Just one thing. And then find something to improve upon every day. Something you can mark your progress with. I mean when I first started it was just doing push-ups and squats I do you know I do 50 squats and 10 push-ups and I would just every week get a little better just focus on getting better and then the last one I would say is find someone to serve find something to something you can do for someone else on the regular you know hold doors open for people do things like that but you know find some somebody where you can actually make a difference and that will give you a sense of community and a sense of ownership of your own power. I, I promise. It sounds hokey and weird and self-helpy, and I promise you. I, I can't help myself because myself sucks. Like, but I know that these have helped out. So, again, thank you for listening to the literal 7Z out there. Um, wax your stashes and shave your axes. Mahalo.